It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What does Washington need to do in order to upset the Dallas Cowboys and their very confident head coach this weekend? We discuss that, the latest news and updates, and dive into the latest voicemails from fans of the Burgundy and Gold on this episode of Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. You are Locked On Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm David Harrison, Washington football team writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern and on the Odyssey app. We thank you for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms and on Twitter at Russellmania621, at DHarrison82, and at LockedWFTPod. Today's episode brought to you by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. Chris, we've got our final episode here before the big game, the big NFC East divisional clash between the rivals, Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. And we're going to talk about it, but we're not going to be the only ones talking about it. In fact, Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy had some comments for the media about this contest that caught some attention of many people, including Washington defensive tackle Jonathan Allen. So real quick before we react, let's hear what Mike McCarthy had to say. Uh, we know what people think of us. We love that. Uh, we're comfortable who we are, where we are. Uh, but I'm excited about what's in front of us because you know we we you know we're we're going to win this game. Um, I'm confident in that, and just to, you know the prep that's going into it. Uh, but you know more importantly, we're going to you know we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. All right, so that was Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy. Now again, like I said, we're going to react to this as well. But before we do. Uh, Ron Rivera was asked by Julie Donaldson about those comments, and Ron actually had a response as well. So let's hear from the head coach of the Washington football team, Ron Rivera. Mike McCarthy basically guaranteed a win, going out there and saying Dallas will get this victory. What is your response when you hear a head coach saying that? I think it's interesting. I don't think it's important. I think that's the big mistake is because as far as I'm concerned, you know, you do that for a couple of reasons. One is you want to get in our head. And so I've told our players, this is, that's interesting. It's not important. What's important is our preparation, getting ready to play on Sunday. Secondly, he's trying to convince his team, you know? So again, I think that's another mistake because he's now made it about him and what he said. It's not about his players anymore. So I think that's the big mistake. That's why to me, you know, you don't do those things. What you do is you focus in on, you get ready and you play football. We show up on Sunday and we'll see what happens. All right, Chris. So that's what Mike had to say. That's what Ron had to say. What do you have to say about these comments? Well, I thought Mike McCarthy was wrong for saying what he did because he put a big old bullseye on his back and on the Dallas Cowboys back. And maybe it works out for them, David. But if it doesn't, boy, there's going to be a lot of gifts and a lot of memes and a lot of video clips and a lot of ha 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 and a lot of snickering. And then there's going to be the traditional heat that goes along with being Mike McCarthy, being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So I really think he put his team himself 
uh, and really everyone in the Dallas Cowboys organization in the firing line, yeah. to be honest with you. I thought Ron Rivera handled it right. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I, first of all, Ron, th- that is Ron's infamous saying. Uh, it's not interesting or it's not important. It's interesting right. uh, or, or some variation of that. Ron says that all the time. I figured Ron would respond to it that way, but he's absolutely right. Yeah. He's absolutely right. Um, and it also sounded, David, if I heard those comments right, the tone, <laughs> Ron feels a little disrespect. Yeah. And the th- the thing that I was hoping for was that Ron would sit in his meeting, in his team meeting on Friday or Saturday night at the hotel and blare that message. Yeah. Listen, absolutely he did. And the look on Ron Rivera's face when Julie starts asking him the question says that, yes, he feels disrespected. Uh, and a couple of things. Mike Garofolo of NFL Media on NFL Network does a great job. Love Mike. Uh, he played this off. He was like, this is ridiculous. This doesn't even do any, like, there's there's nothing to this. We just so happened to have had Vernon Davis on this very show this week and asked him about this mm-hmm. rivalry and getting up for this game. And Vernon, from the player's perspective, made no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You get up. If you're in burgundy and gold, you get up for the Dallas Cowboys a little bit more than you do everybody else. And some people might say that shouldn't how, be how it is. This is a man-on-man violent, physical, put your, put your dominance on somebody else's business. So that's going to have motivation is going to be a little bit bigger against certain opponents than it is other opponents. That's just the natural human way of things. So Mike, I, I believe in that and I say he's completely wrong that there are people in this organization paying attention to those comments and it is only going to add fuel to the fire. Plus the way Mike says it, and that's why I want to play it on the show. First of all, he hesitates and stutters all over himself before he even says the words, which tells you that somewhere in his subconscious, something was saying, don't say what you're about to say, but then he said it anyway. Then after the fact, his voice starts trembling as he continues on trying to talk about this, which means to me, he's not fully confident that what he just said is actually going to come true. Chris, I hope that they play these, that, that clip right before kickoff at FedEx field. I really want that. I don't think they're going to, but I really want them to do that. But listen, at the end of the day, the only way that's going to turn into a meme, a joke, whatever, a TikTok, whatever you want to call it, is if the Washington football team comes out on Sunday and makes Mike McCarthy eat those words. Uh, by the way, he, later on, he kind of backtracked from those words a little bit, so I'm interested to see if the, if the Cowboys do win. I want to see if he tries to double back down after backing off of them a little bit. But if Washington is going to keep Mike McCarthy from being able to brag on his bravado, what do you think they have to do in order to, uh, to upset the Cowboys on Sunday? Well, listen, I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and say they need to run the ball, control the clock, shorten third downs, convert on third down, red zone, goal to go. Taylor Heineke needs to avoid interceptions. All of that is true, right? But here's one thing that we said last week, and it didn't happen, and they got away with it, but they got away with it from some fortunate breaks and dropped or non-made interceptions, what have you. I truly believe that this game will be different and that they are going to need, again, to score 24 points-ish to win, uh, to have a chance, a really legitimate I don't see this game being won with 17 points. So to me, the biggest thing that they have to do, in addition to all the core stuff that we just mentioned, is they have to take advantage of Trayvon Diggs on an island. And that might sound crazy for a guy with nine interceptions, David, Mm. But go back and watch the games last year. Terry McLaurin ate him alive, including a 52-yard touchdown pass, one-on-one coverage, up the Cowboys' sideline with a little head-nod move, blew past him off-man coverage, and 
scored and reeled in a 52-yard touchdown pass from Kyle Allen. And then on Thanksgiving Day, uh, and, and, and on that particular day at FedEx Field, seven catches, 90 yards on 11 targets. On Thanksgiving Day, didn't have the touchdown, but he had nine targets, seven catches, 92 yards, primarily drawing the coverage of Trayvon Diggs. Again, listen, you could get in mistake, you know, you could make a mistake if you throw a bad pass to Diggs. There's no doubt about it. But the way they're going to win this game is by stretching the field vertically and getting a a a, a touchdown at least because of a big play, whether a touchdown happens on the play or sets up a touchdown, a touchdown off of or on a big play to Terry McLaurin on the coverage of Trayvon Dix. Yeah, exactly. And I like how you put that in. Like you said, it doesn't have to be all day. It doesn't have to be every single part of their offense, but you need to make sure it happens. You need to take that shot. You need to show the, the Cowboys defense that you're not just going to be a running team in this on this weekend, and that they can't just come up, stack the box. I'm going to give my key to a Washington victory here in just a little bit. But first, let's hit the voicemail line and let's hear from our first caller of this episode, Walt, out in Tampa. The hare and the rooster. This is Walt in Tampa. Man, I thought I'd call you real early today because, man, my day gets busy and all I have time to do is listen to you guys. And I want to thank you for feeding me every day and keeping me up to date. You know, I've been talking to the guy upstairs, the big guy upstairs. I put my request in for you guys to end up coming down here when we play Tampa in the playoffs. And, man, that's going to happen, all right? The man upstairs has been giving me a lot of things that I've been asking for. And I've asked for this. So, hey, when you guys come down, let's think positive. When you come down, man, I'm going to let you cruise around in my slingshot. I'm going to dress up in the previous Washington football team logos. And we're going to have some fun, man. Thanks, man. I've been, you know, I've been following you, Roost, on uh, IG everywhere, man. Hey, I'm your number one fan down here in the deep south. I just wanted to holler at you guys and say thank you for what you do. Uh, and I appreciate you. Hey, from Tampa, man, thanks. This is Walt. I'm out. My man, Walt. Good man. I know who you are. I appreciate you. Uh, my, my Send my love back. Uh, hey, listen, David, I, I think both of us could use a trip to Tampa in January. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. And and listen, on the way to Los Angeles, right, with the Super Bowl less than 100 days away, and our friends at On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package, select your exact seats, and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Ah, and you know what? When we make that trip to Tampa before we go to Los Angeles, I'm going to bring Walt and Tampa a couple of boxes of Bilt Bars. You know why? Because Bilt Bars are awesome. Bilt Bars are not only awesome in taste, but they're low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, high in protein. So they're great for you as well. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors to choose from. Uh, why don't you choose a mint brownie in honor of David? Why don't you choose a peanut butter brownie in honor of the rooster? That would be me. Bilt Bar gives you the extra fuel you need also to bust down those mall doors. And who knows? what kind of doors you're going to have to bust down to get through all the holiday shoppers. This holiday shopping season throws, throw one into your bag, your jacket, your purse, wherever you're going to go. You might need a built bar. You might need a little pick me up. Are you friends with Santa? 
I'll tell Santa to throw in a few built bars into those stockings instead of the coal. So many flavors, they make everyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Here's what we want you to do. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, thanks for making the Lockdown Washington football team podcast your first listen each and every day. Along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Thanks to Walton Tampa. Now let's get our pal Camion and his prediction. What it do, what it do, Camion here. Say I'm pumped for this game. It's a So let's get into this prediction. So I truly believe that the Cowboys are going to come out, especially their defense with a mindset of stopping the run. Later, watch how far it's going to be. Mr. Heineke himself. I believe that intermediate and he's going to go some long passes. Fleetious is going to open up the lanes where they're not stacking gate in the box because we're going to be hitting them and unexpected over the top of the line. So instead of the running game opening up the passing, I'm going to say Heineke's passing is going to open up the running game. I'm going to say we win. It's going to be uh, around 24-14, 10-point uh, win for the Washington football team. You, y'all be blessed, be safe, and I'll holler at you. All right, Camion, we appreciate you as always. So Camion's got it 24-14. What will our predictions be for Washington-Dallas? The answer to that question coming up shortly. But first, David's key to the Washington football team, Dallas Cowboys affair this Sunday, David. Yeah. So Camion, I'm starting to get a little bit paranoid here, Chris. I think Camion <laughs> might have us tapped. He might have our, our, our lines tapped. you listening to our conversation because not only does Camion obviously agree with you that, that passing the ball is going to be one of the keys uh, to winning this game this weekend, but uh, his score prediction uh, spot on, on, on one, on one part, but too, a little too close for comfort there, Camion. So, I'm going to have to start getting some bug detectors in my office and, and see if you haven't rigged something up here. My key to this victory or to this Washington football team's chances of victory, Chris, this weekend is going to be discipline in the secondary. So I'm talking passing game too, but I'm actually talking about the other side of this competition. I'm talking about the Washington football team defense. Uh, look, we've seen them get better for the most part over, over the last few weeks, especially during the, the winning streak. We've still seen some of those problems. We've, seen, we've still seen some of the almost over-physical, some of the not getting your head around, not really – playing discipline in the secondary, biting on some things here and there. Against the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the, the, they're going to be looking to take advantage of that. Dak Prescott's going to be looking to take advantage of that. So they're going to have some double moves. You're going to have play action. You're going to have a lot of short passes, I think, trying to get that secondary to creep up a little bit, try to get those safeties to be a little bit aggressive, and then try to hit them over the top. The Dallas Cowboys right now tied in the NFL for sixth highest percentage of average explosive plays in their passing game. 10% of their passes this season have gone for explosive amounts, which is 20 yards or more, as you as you should know uh, by now listening to this show, because I love to drop these kinds of numbers. Um, but you know who else, who has more explosive plays in the passing game this season than the Dallas Cowboys, the Las Vegas Raiders do, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do. Just so happens, Washington football team has already dispatched both of those opponents, so there's no reason they can't do the same thing against the Dallas Cowboys. who have 47 explosive pass plays uh, in the 2021 NFL season. So I'm looking at William Jackson to play disciplined uh, on, on, the, on the border there, don't give up any free yards. Don't give up those pass interferences. Now, I'm going to be honest. If a C.D. Lamb or an Amari Cooper or a Michael Gallup or someone is like beyond you and you know that if they catch the ball, they're going for a score, you know what? Tackle them at the 30. I don't care. That's, that's fine. That's the kind of penalty I'm willing to take. 
But if you're going up for the ball, it's, it's a 50-50, it's a jump ball, you're in stride, you're in phase, as I like to say. Don't give away the free points, man. Play disciplined, keep your eye on the ball, turn your head, get your hands up through the hands, all those things that they teach you how to play defense back in the National Football League. Make Dallas earn every single bit of yardage they get through the air because they're going to look to get a lot of them to try to open up things in the defense. You know, and I'll take you back to a very key play late last Sunday in Las Vegas. Bobby McCain was beaten initially, but he recovered. Now, maybe he he was definitely tugging. He was definitely pulling, and he definitely got away with it, but he didn't get a pass defense, uh, def- defensive pass interference because he was playing the ball with his eyes. And I asked Ron Rivera about that on Monday, and that's exactly what he saw as well. So, you know, like you said, and I like what you said, you know, if you know you get beat, if you know you get beat, then it's better to take a penalty mm-hmm. as opposed to getting smoked for seven if that, you know, maybe you'll get away with it. Maybe you'll knock one down. And especially if your eyes are turned uh, towards the ball and you're making a play on the ball. So I like that a lot. But clearly dealing with Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Amani Cooper, you know, if you give them time to throw and if you don't get heat and if you don't get pressure and if you don't get in the face of Dak Prescott, you certainly could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're going to get some plays. You know what I mean? I think this is an offense, you know, they're, they're top 10 uh, in passing both per game and per pass attempt in the National Football League for a reason. So even for some of the struggles that they've had, uh, you know, during parts of the season in specific games, they're still one of the better passing offenses in the league. So you're going to give up some yardage and that's okay. But the key is don't give up the, the I call them disgusting plays. It's not an official term. It's it's not a term that's, you know, coined in the NFL necessarily, the but I call David them disgusting. David Harrison term. Yeah, I mean, but like the Jameis Winston, you know, Hail Mary at the end of the half against New Orleans Saints, stuff like, like those are disgusting plays. Those are plays that just shouldn't happen because bottom line is it's a lack of discipline uh, and it's just, it's things that the professional level shouldn't be happening. So prevent those from happening, contest the other plays, and hopefully you, you can set up your offense enough to do what you and Camion are talking about, pass the ball enough to keep the defense honest, use the running game as the kind of final, final hammer to nail in uh, the final nail in the coffin there. The Dallas Cowboys is first of two matchups in three weeks. All right, let's get you the latest injury report, um, as obviously there is still time left in the practice week. So check Locked WFT Pod at Locked WFT Pod on Twitter for the latest uh, in terms of the final injury report and game day updates. David does a great job uh, with that. Landon Collins, Jamin Davis, Jonathan Allen, Curtis Samuel, Brandon Sheriff, and Ricky Seals-Jones were all limited on Thursday. Collins, David uh, Davis, rather, and McKissick were all upgrades from not practicing on Wednesday. Uh, um, so that's good news. Wes Schweitzer did not practice again for a second day in a row. He's obviously been banged up, missed last week in Las Vegas. Jordan Kanasik, a backup linebacker, uh, was downgraded, actually, from limited to DNP. And when you combine the fact that Kali Hudson went on injured reserve, uh, and again, Jamin Davis is not a definite to play in this game. Certainly something to keep an eye on. Washington uh, could be limited uh, very much so at linebacker. For Dallas, one key injury, Tony Pollard, who is a lightning rod of speed, both as a kick returner, running back, and as a pass catcher, partially tore his left plantar fascia against the New Orleans Saints on the 58-yard run that he broke off. He's a game-time decision. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, and that could be a huge Huge break for the Washington football team. David? Absolutely. We're going to make our final predictions. We're going to pick our players of the game. Make some bold predictions as well on the other side of this message from our friends over at Stance, an apparel company providing super soft, entirely unique clothing items 
that are fun to wear. They just launched a new line of active apparel, perfect for holiday gifting time. I own some of their socks, and I'll tell you, I love the unique and licensed designs and the feel of the socks themselves are next level. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. I was actually wearing a pair of, of Stance socks, Chris, when I first met Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast, our boss here at the network in person down at the 2021 Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. He and I both have a passion for unique socks, it turns out. So we had to compare and contrast. I happened to be wearing a pair of my favorite Stance socks at the time. They definitely left an impact. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Final segment here of our final episode of the week, our final preview of the Locked On or the Washington football team hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast, Chris Russell and David Harrison at Russellmania621 on Twitter, at DHarrison82 on Twitter, and the show at LockedWFTPod. One more caller that we can fit into this episode, Chris. Let's hear now from Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Dallas week, and uh, checking in live from Virginia. Two things we need to do to win this game. One, is not an army goal. Pollard has got to get less carries than Zeke. Zeke is washed up at this point. Tony Pollard's way better than him, so I hope he gives Zeke more carries. In addition, Zeke is still kind of hurt. Okay, two, we got to win this uh, turnover battle. Okay, we can't have any dumb interceptions from Heineke. I like Heineke, but he's he's prone to about two or three. What were you thinking? Throws a game, and then by extension, basically it's basically two. By extension of that, us winning the turnover battle, we got to do what we've been doing, and. Keep time of possession and keep the defense off the field. If we do all three of those things, and, and Mike McCarthy helps us out with the running back thing, I believe we win this game 24-21. Thanks for taking my call, guys. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you uh, getting in on the voicemail line. Very good. I like it. Uh, I like the thought process there. David, uh, just so we have – uh, in the interest of time, uh, again, Ryan predicting a 24-21 win. Um, player of the game. This might be a little self-explanatory or I, I might I, actually self-explanatory, probably not the the, the right uh, term, but this might be a little obvious, I guess. If I'm going to think the key to the game is stretching the field vertically and working on Trayvon Diggs and taking advantage of him, perhaps with Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. well, I have to go with my player of the game as Terry McLaurin for all the reasons that we discussed earlier in segment one. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and my player of the game is Cam Curl for, for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, you go back to my key to the game, 
uh, and which of these defensive backs can help support the run game, you know, stopping the run game, playing the intermediate part of the field, and even potentially playing the deep part of the field, Cam Curl. So he's going to be my uh, player of this game. Going to my bold prediction, Chris, I actually almost went with Cam Curl with my bold prediction, but I didn't want to be too vanilla, so I actually went with pass defense as my bold prediction, a pick six, but it's not going to come from the secondary. It's actually going to come from Cole Holcomb, uh, the best linebacker in Washington is going to get a pick six against Dak Prescott and the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. All right. Well, I'm going to feed right into that because if Cole Holcomb's going to get a pick six, I'm going to say Dak Prescott's going to have three turnovers, which would mean probably at least that one interception that you're predicting mm-hmm. and maybe another interception, maybe a strip sack fumble, that type of thing. Dak Prescott, three turnovers. Maybe I should include the Dallas Cowboys with three turnovers, but I'm just going to lay, make it simple. Dak Prescott, three turnovers. That's a way to level the playing field with all those stud receivers. Uh, And of course, whether Pollard plays or not, but Ezekiel Elliott as well. To me, if Washington can force a couple of mistakes here, that's one way they can absolutely win this game. David? Absolutely. And that takes us to our score predictions. Dallas favored in this one by four and a half points at the time of this recording. Uh, Ryan and Camion both have the Washington football team scoring 24 points, Chris. And so do I in a 24 to 20 victory. So Ryan's got 24, 21 Camion's got 24, 14. I've got 24, 20, which means we're all going to be wrong. You know what happens when everybody picks the exact same team or the exact same score. We're all going to be wrong. The question is, are we going to be wrong in the right way or the wrong way? Because uh, you're, you still, you saw, are, are we making this a clean sweep with the Washington football team scoring 24 points? Well, sitting out, I, I almost feel guilty for saying that my original prediction was 24 21 Washington. Uh, Should I change it? No, I mean, I don't think so. I think that's, that's messing with Juju we don't want to mess with. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I, and I didn't know, obviously, about the other predictions until after yeah. I had already made it. And yeah. then we had the voicemails. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to take a chance here. I mean, you know, look, this team is not as good as Dallas. They're not as talented as, as Dallas, but I, I, I believe they're playing better as a team right. and better as an overall organization and unit. They're at home. This is a huge game, obviously. Uh, it would potentially represent a fifth in a row and kind of a revitalization of the fan base. You know, I think this team is playing their asses off for Ron Rivera uh, and the stone throwing and all that stuff. And they believe they are, you know, David versus Goliath and all that good stuff, Uh, whatever it takes to get them up for this game. And I think Mike McCarthy very much helped as we tie back in what we led the show with. Mm -hmm. To me, I think it's just enough for Washington to get the job done. All right. We want to thank Walt in Tampa, Camion and Ryan for their voicemails. Also, uh, spend, send a special shout-out uh, to both AW uh, and Daniel Calden on the voicemail line to talk about, among other things, Taylor Heineke uh, and more. We appreciate all you guys, uh, even though we can't necessarily get to every call on the air, just too little time to do it uh, in the time that we have. But please keep calling in, though. We try and uh, obviously prioritize those who haven't been on on a regular basis uh, we want you uh, to be a part of the show. We want you to feel welcome and we want to get you in. It's just sometimes we run out of time uh, to make it fair to everybody. So again, thank you to those guys. 
that even though they didn't get on the air, they made the effort, they made the call. We hear you, we feel you, we appreciate you, we love you, we want you to keep calling. Uh, just be patient with us. Uh, thanks again for making the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We'll be back on Sunday with immediate analysis after the Washington Football Team takes on the Dallas Cowboys. Now make your second listen of the day. The Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked On Bets with your boy Q and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Again, if you want to get in on the voicemail line, it's 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577, or LockWFTPod at gmail.com. That's going to do it for us today and for the week. Thanks again for joining us. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington football team for SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Men Her Show on the Team 980, the Washington football team flagship station. We'll be back again after Sunday's game and all throughout next week with more analysis and coverage right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.